Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. This episode is another solo one, but the day this comes out is actually the day before my 30th birthday. So I thought it would be fun if I made a list of 30 things that I learned before I was 30 or 30 things that I kind of wish I knew when I was like 18 and then if I had known all this before I was 30, I feel like I would have advanced so much more quickly. I don't have any regrets, but if anyone younger than me or even older than me can find maybe one of these tips out of 30 to be helpful in some way, then I think this episode is totally worth it. So we're going to get into it right now. So tip number one, or lesson number one, and if you've listened to the Pretty AF podcast, you've probably heard me say this before, or if you follow me on social, it is to create multiple streams of income. I used to work at a full-time job like most people, and after I graduated college, and I thought that that was secure, and I was happy, and I was fine with it. Like, I didn't really expect more, and I was making okay money, so it was like, this is comfortable. Why get out of it? Especially right now with everything going on, I think it's becoming more and more evident how not secure one stream of income is, whether that's your job or your own business or whatever it is, I think every single person should have at least two streams of income. That would be my number one thing right now. I think I have over seven. And that's just because you never know. You never know when one of the companies you're an affiliate for is going to cancel their affiliate program or go bankrupt. You just, you never know. So The most secure thing I think you can do is to create multiple streams of income. Lesson number two. This has gotten me into so much trouble and I wish I better understood this when I first signed up for it. I'm talking about credit cards. So when I was, I don't even know, like 20 years old, I got my first credit card. I was so excited. And I had no idea how much interest was going to be charged on that card. And I had no idea that I I didn't understand that I didn't make enough to pay it off. So I, at that point, started getting in debt because I didn't understand it. So before you get a credit card, credit cards can be great for the rewards and for building your credit. But if you cannot pay it off each month and you know that if you spend $50 on a credit card and you know you can't pay it off, then you're like, oh, I might as well put my groceries on there or my gas on there. That's going to add up. So until you're at a point financially that you can pay it off each month, I would just not get it because I I wish I didn't get them. Obviously, you can't change that. I didn't file bankruptcy or anything like that, but that's lesson number two. (laughs) Lesson number three is to get mentors, whether that's going to internships, whether that's buying someone's course or their coaching. Um, I have, I think, like five different coaches right now between all the different things that I'm doing, and I could not recommend it enough. When you pay someone or you work at an internship, you're basically getting all their knowledge in a condensed way. That's why that's why I teach courses and why I am a coach because I know I can save people years of trial and error that I've already been through. 
So if someone else can help me do that same thing, but in another part of my life or a part of my business, then why wouldn't I do that? I would rather pay and get ahead five years than have to struggle through that on my own for five years and maybe never even get to where they got to. You might give up because it was a lot of struggle and you don't have to go through that. It doesn't have to be that hard. So just reaching out to someone that is where you want to be in whatever area of life, I always recommend getting mentors for literally every area of your life. I have a fitness one. I have a book coach. I have a business coach. I have uplines in my MLMs that help me. I have a marketing coach. So never feel like you know everything and always look for mentors. So all these aren't this serious. Number four is don't mix alcohol. So you've probably heard this unless you're, you've never drank or you're brand new to drinking, but sometimes I still forget this and it's very easy for me to get sick when I'm drinking and I'm also very clumsy. So those are not, that's not a good mix. So definitely don't mix your alcohol. It's just not worth it. If someone offers you a free shot, pretend you drink it and just don't do it. It's not worth it. I promise you. Okay. Lesson number five, if you can, if it's in the cards for you, go to college and join a sorority. Those two things were the biggest game changers in my life. I mean, college has definitely helped me get into my career and kind of give me that confidence that I know what I'm talking about. I have a master's in journalism and media studies, so I feel like I have sort of a backbone and a safety net in a way to everything that I'm doing. And then as far as joining a sorority, before I joined a sorority, I was so shy. <laughs> if you told me like 10 years ago, my business would be helping people with their personal brand and I had a podcast, I would think you're kidding because I I always wanted to do those things, but I was always way too shy to do it. And being around a group of women that are so amazing in their own ways. And I also never realized how much I only really hung out with people that were just like me. And when you do that, you don't end up learning from different cultures or different types of people. You really don't grow because you're just surrounding yourself with the same type of person. So when you're in a sorority, you're put in with all these different types of women and you realize how amazing someone that's different than you is. And from my sorority, I've gained my absolute best friends ever. They're the most amazing women I've ever met. And they're always pushing me to be better because they're all like boss babes. Like they're not lazy. They're not dumb. Like they're so smart and so good at what each of them do. And they're just the most genuine, amazing women I've ever met. So if you can join a sorority or a fraternity, if you're a guy, I'm sure it's a little different if you're a guy, but I would absolutely do it because that's one thing that I've done that I have absolutely zero regrets about. I don't really regret anything, but that's one thing that if I didn't do, I feel like I would have regretted it if I knew how amazing it actually is. Okay. Lesson number six, listen to your gut. It's always right. Like I just mentioned, I used to be really shy and I would second guess myself a lot, but God put in you the gut feeling or knowing how to follow your heart. That's already in you. You just have to listen to it. If you spend some time alone or meditate or any of that, that will really help you tune into it better because after a while of not listening to it, it can be easy to not really hear it. But your gut is always right. If you feel like a situation isn't right, if you just don't like someone, your your gut's not lying to you. So obviously check your judgments, but your gut is there for a reason and I think you should definitely listen to it. Every time that I went against my gut, I wish that I hadn't done that. Number seven, follow your dreams. 
So, okay, this is a little cheesy, I guess, but I mean, we only have one life. We're all going to die, like, at some point, and none of us know when. So, you might as well do whatever it is that's going to make you happy. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that you have to go to bed with every single night, no matter what. You're the one that's going to be there, that's been there since you were born, and you're the one that's going to be there when you die. The last interview I did, the guest talked about when you're 80, think about looking back at your life and are you going to regret the things that you didn't do, that you didn't take that chance on, that you didn't try? Just try. So, number seven, follow your dreams. Lesson number eight, if you have blonde hair, you need purple shampoo. So, I am all about clean beauty now. As of this year, that was my New Year's resolution. So I recommend Brilliant Blonde Shampoo and Conditioner by Monet, which I am a market partner for them if you need someone for that. But all their hair care is amazing. That should have been another tip. But the purple shampoo you need, like, there's nothing worse than a cute girl and then she has orange hair so purple shampoo will take that orange out i didn't learn this until i started going to my my current hairdresser who i met through my sorority and before that i would just always have orange hair so if you don't know if you have blonde hair get purple shampoo i recommend monates but there's other ones out there Uh, monate is a clean brand So that's super important to me, like I said, but get yourself some purple shampoo. Lesson number nine, enjoy the current moment. Time goes by way too fast. So if I look back at my last 30 years now of living, it doesn't feel like 30 years. I think if I were to regret anything, it would be not fully enjoying each moment. So I know a lot of times, especially right now, things can feel hard or heavy, but look for the things that bring you joy and make you happy and just fully enjoy those moments, especially when it's moments with people you love, your friends, your family, your significant other. Just soak it in and enjoy it because you just never know when's the last time you're going to see someone. You never know When's the last time you're going to go somewhere? Like with COVID right now, everything is shut down. Things are slowly opening back up. But I mean, back in March, when we were going out doing things, we would have never thought, oh, this is going to be the last time for a really long time. And I feel like if we knew that, I feel like we would have enjoyed those moments a lot more. So moving forward just enjoy every moment no matter if it's really hard or it's really fun just look for the joy in it and enjoy it that's the number 10 if you're lucky enough to have a family don't let little arguments break you apart not everyone gets to have one so i've always been super close to my family and they mean the world to me. The more people that I've met, I've realized that that isn't the case for everyone. So if you are lucky enough to have a family, then don't let anything get in the way of that. It's not something everyone gets to have. So just like them moments, enjoy your family or enjoy your friends or your significant other. Just enjoy it because you never know what's going to happen and usually whatever you're arguing about just isn't worth it. So just pay attention to what you do have and feel grateful and thankful for it and tell them that you are thankful and grateful for them and that you love them. Lesson number 11, drink your water. So this part of it probably should have been another one, but I don't know the like medical behind this, but I used to take Phenermine to lose weight, and it just makes you, which I don't recommend, by the way, it just makes you so thirsty, like insanely thirsty. 
And I think the one good thing that came from that is that once I stopped taking it, I'm still so thirsty all the time. People will go on like 30 minute walks or drive around in their car and don't bring water. Like I cannot do that. But it's good because water is really good for you. I live in Vegas. It's hot here. You get to hydrate it easily. So I say drink a lot of water, get some cute bottles, whether that's tumblers with a straw or different just carrying water bottles so that you'll actually drink it. I find that if I have a drink with a straw, I drink it more because you don't have to like open it and get your teeth cold and all that. So drink lots of water. It also, it just helps your skin, helps your digestion, helps everything. Okay, number 12. Learn what foods don't work well with your body and take tests for this. So I'd say the path, I've always been pretty into learning about your body, learning how it works. I was a preemie, so I was born two months early and I wasn't fully developed. And I was actually, here's a fun story. (laughs) I was actually born without a butthole. When I was born, I didn't have one and they they whipped me off into surgery and before they could start anything I farted and my butthole appeared so (laughs) if you get to this point of the episode shoot me a dm and send me a laughing crying face and a peach (laughs) so all that to say that my body wasn't fully developed and I feel like actually I don't know what the point of that story was I feel like well I know especially since I started working with a fitness coach a health coach is that a lot of doctors just give you things that cover up whatever the issue is instead of fixing the root cause of it and I think food is a big part of this I was having random rashes like two years ago. My stomach was always hurting and no doctors could tell me what was wrong with me. So I started taking all these different tests. I took Viome, that was a big one where you like take your poop out. And I did um, a bunch of food allergy tests through Life Extension. And I found out that I was sensitive to a lot of different things. So since then, I've cut that out. When I turned 18, I became a vegetarian. And when I was 20, I switched to being a pescatarian because it was, at that time, it was really hard to eat out as a vegetarian. It's a lot easier now. But listen to your body and pay attention to when you're eating something and it doesn't make you feel good. That might be some... your body's telling you something. Whenever something doesn't feel good, that's a symptom of your body telling you something's wrong. A lot of times everything is just trying to cover up symptoms and it never fixes whatever it is that's actually wrong with you. And it's not that you're forever broken. It's that there's just something that needs help with. I think my point with the butthole thing was that for a long time doctors would just give me laxatives and things like that and it would hurt my stomach so bad because I would get really constipated since my all of my stuff wasn't fully developed when I was born and as I started working with a health coach she taught me ways to more naturally help with that walking is one of them water like I mentioned earlier calm magnesium magnesium is amazing It just makes everything softer. It doesn't give you diarrhea. It doesn't give you cramps. So those are things that like I wish my doctor had told me, but their job usually is to give you something to cover up the symptoms. So listen to your body. If you need help with it, find an expert in whatever it is that you're struggling with and get that help. I don't have this as one of them, but another tip would be to stop yo-yo dieting. I was crazy about yo-yo dieting. As I mentioned earlier, I used to take phenamine to lose weight, which is terrible for you. It would make my hair fall out. And I finally started working with a health and fitness coach and it's just changed so much. It's, it's made me so much more confident. Shout out to Stronger with Allie. She's my coach and she has helped me so, so much. So if you need help with that, 
definitely reach out to her. Lesson number 13, go to therapy. I've had a lot of trauma in my life and for a long time I thought that, well, this is just how it is. I'm shy because of this. I'm not confident because of this stuff happened to me and I just thought that's how it was. I went to a therapist when I was like 12 years old. She didn't really help me and that's how I thought therapy was. You just kind of talk about it and then they're like, okay, well, that's good enough. What I realized is that it wasn't the right type of therapy for me and maybe it wasn't the right therapist for me. So there's a lot of different styles of therapy. There's a lot of different modalities. And I feel like you have to find what's right for you. And it can be a process, but it's totally, totally worth it. I did EMDR therapy, which really helps with trauma. And it helped me so much. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done because it kind of brings you back to those moments and you feel like you're in it again. But I would not have the confidence that I have today or just be able to talk about things that I've been through and not just start crying if it wasn't for that. That's definitely helped me so much. So if you've been through any trauma, I definitely recommend it. And even if you haven't been through anything that substantial, I would still go to a therapist because they, even sometimes we wouldn't talk about my trauma. I would just talk about like my bosses or my relationship or a fight I got into and they kind of just help you see it from a outsider's perspective and it helps you better understand the other person and better understand what you can do because only you can control you. You can't control other people and they really just help you walk through that and walk through the different emotions and it's just really nice to have a space that you can vent instead of venting to your family or your loved one and no offense no one wants to hear that and they can't really help you that much anyways because they're biased to your side so go to a therapist it'll help you it'll help those around you so lesson number 14 kind of piggies back on the therapy but you're so much stronger than you think you are at this point i have survived so many different things i was molested as a child i was jumped as a teenager. I was raped uh, in college. So I was fired from a job that I thought I was for sure getting a promotion, been lied to. Like there's a lot of different things that I've been through. And every single time I felt like I couldn't get through it. So with whatever you're going through, it might feel that way. But think about this, you've been through everything that you've been through so far. You've gotten through it. So that should give you evidence that you are stronger than you think you are and this you'll get through too. If you need support, reach out to your friends and family, reach out to a therapist, talk to your doctor, ask for help. That's actually tip number 15 <laughs> is to ask for help. And this doesn't just go for if you're going through something hard, of course, ask for help, but also just in life, like if you're planning a party and it becomes overwhelming, ask for help. Ask your friends to help you. If you have your own business and it's starting to get overwhelming, hire someone to help you. I used to always want to be the person that I could say that I did it. I did it myself. I did everything so that I could get all the credit. And what did that leave me with. That left me with being so exhausted all the time. So now instead I just ask for help. I hire people to help me and in personal life I ask people to help me and also don't expect people to know that you want help and then get mad at them when they don't help you because you didn't ask for it. You have to ask because no one's a mind reader unless they're a psychic, then I guess you can blame them. Okay, number 16, take breaks and stop putting so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. So I'm totally guilty of this. I will go forever working, not taking a break, and then I'm just not fun to be around or fun to work with. Like no one wants that. So stop feeling like you have to hustle, hustle, hustle all the time you don't. You don't. You're a human. Take a break. Take some self-care. Do things that bring you joy. You only have this one life to live, so stop 
stop feeling like you have to always be on because you don't. You don't. And you can't show up your best version if you're doing that. Okay, lesson number 17. We're over halfway through. Switch to all clean products. You only get one body, so stop putting toxins on it. So my New Year's resolution this year was to switch to clean products because I began following a couple of girls that talk a lot about this. And so I started doing research myself and I realized how much toxicity is in our cosmetic products. It's insane the things that they put in there and they're not really regulated. Like they can put whatever they're in they want in there. They don't have to tell you exactly what's in there. And a lot of these things have been found to lead to diseases, cancers, crazy things. So why would you put that in your body? Why would you put that on your kid's body? I know it's the norm and it's kind of like when people eat meat and they're like, well, I don't want to think about the animal. But this is, this is something you really should think about because you're shortening your life and you only get so much time to live. And now there are so many great clean products out there. So it's not like you have to make this big leap from great products to like, oh, well, now I'm going to be broken out and my makeup's going to look like crap because I'm using clean products. Like, no, there's really good products out there now. I definitely recommend Beauty Counter and Beauty Counter for skincare and makeup. And I recommend Monet for hair care and now wellness. We just launched a wellness line, which is super exciting. And we launched in 24 hours and sold $10 million. So if you've ever thought about joining an MLM, I'm going to get into that in a second. But as far as clean products, stop putting crap on your body. I love the app Think Dirty. And most products most popular products that are in stores, you can search them on there. So there are some brands that claim they're clean and then you'll look on there and you'll realize the ingredients in them aren't clean. So that's why I like going with brands like Beauty Counter and Monet that they have a certain standard for all of their products. So you really don't have to worry about, oh, this one's clean, but this one's not. But if you're wanting to see which of your products you currently use are clean or not, then definitely check out that app because you can search it on there. I was surprised some of the things I already used were already clean, so I kept on using them. Number 18 is to join a multi-level marketing company or direct sales company because one, it's an extra stream of income, which I already said everyone needs multiple streams of income. Two, you get a mentor, which I said you want a mentor. You get a mentor for free with joining the business. So obviously you have to pay a small amount to join the business. Usually it's between $100 and $200 is where it starts at and it goes up from there, depending on how many products you want. But the things you get in MLM, like I wish I had joined a great MLM team when I was like 18 years old because the women in these organizations that are killing it, they're leaders. They, they know how to market themselves, they understand the products, they're business women, and when you join their team, they take the time to train you. Whereas if you work with me one-on-one as your coach, that would be a significant investment. But another way to get to someone like me is joining their MLM team. Because when you do that, you get access to that person. They might not walk you through, obviously I'm not going to walk someone through everything I would that with a one-on-one brand coaching client, but I'm going to give you all the tools you need to become successful. And you're on my team, you're in my, my squad. So I want you to be successful. So I'm going to help you in any way that I can to have that success. And it is a significantly lower investment than investing in a coach or a program or something like that. And you automatically get a business. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to create your own product. None of that. It's already taken care of you. 
taken care of for you. So the one thing I would recommend with joining an MLM is make sure it's a product that you love. There's no way you can be authentic in selling, which is really important. And I like to say sharing, not selling, because you're really just sharing something that you love. So make sure it's a product that you love, that is important to you, that you actually use. For example, all of the MLMs or direct selling companies that I'm in are clean brands. So I'm in Monate, I'm in Beauty Counter, and I'm in doTERRA, all of which support my goal to be more clean, to use beauty products, obviously pretty AF, but it's all clean and natural. So that's super important to me. So figure out whatever it is that's important to you and find a company that matches that with products you love. And if that's one of those three companies, I would love to help you through that. Like I said, you get access to me. So that's obviously beneficial to you. Okay, so number 19, try it and make it messy. So with all that, Say you're thinking like, oh, maybe I'll join an MLM, maybe not, maybe I'll start a company, I don't know. Just try something, just pick one and make it messy and try it and see if you like it. Maybe you don't, like, but give it enough time to make sure you're not just quitting because you suck at it. Because every time someone starts something new, nine times out of 10, they're gonna suck at it unless you're just naturally talented at something, which most people aren't, so. You have to give it time to reap the rewards because especially with MLMs, people just quit way too soon. And it's not that they suck, it's that they heard no too many times and gave up. You, To me, you can never fail until you quit. That's the only way to fail. Anytime you fail, you're just learning something new. And if you quit, like, that, that's on you. Like, it's not the company's fault. Don't blame it on the MLM. Don't blame it on your upline. Don't blame it on your mentor. It's because you quit. You gave up. You wouldn't let it be messy. You were trying to be a perfectionist. So just try things. Make it messy. It doesn't have to be perfect. The people that judge you, oh, well, they're going to be in the same spot five years from now and you're not. Number 20, believe actions over words. So I've had my fair share of bad relationships and I think a big part of that is that I would believe their words over their actions. They would do something terrible and then they would apologize and tell me how much they love me and they would never do that again. Do it again. Do it again. And they would do it again. I wasn't believing their actions over their words. I wanted to believe their words so badly. Even at a job, they kept telling me I would get a promotion, but I waited two years, never got the promotion. So believe people's actions over their words. And when you find people that are making positive actions, stick with those people because those are the people that you want around you. You don't want people that just say a bunch of stuff to make you feel good and then never follow through. You deserve better than that. Okay, number 21. This is kind of a deep one. Teach your children what is and is not okay. So as I mentioned earlier, I was molested as a child and I know a lot of other people that were too. A big part of that was because I, I didn't know. It didn't happen because of this, but it didn't stop until we moved away from there because I didn't know how to tell my parents that something wasn't okay that was going on. I knew I didn't like it. I wasn't happy, but I didn't know how to express that. And I was scared. My neighbor who did it, he told me that he would kill my family if I told anyone. So as a toddler, obviously I believe that. So it's a hard conversation to have with a child. Obviously you would rather they never had to think about that, but you know what? I would rather have my kid know what to say. And then if, whether it's them or if it's one of their friends, tell them they're going to know how to take the next steps to stop it. They're going to have that trust in me that they can come to me and not be scared that 
whatever this person's saying is true. So tough conversations. I, to me, it's totally worth it being someone that's been through it and that knows so many people that's been through it. I, I just think that's so important. Okay, 22. You are the only one that controls your future. It's totally up to you. So I think I used to feel a lot like I was a victim of situations, situations I'd been through, things that had happened for me. I had a very, I guess, victim mentality. And through therapy and through a lot of personal growth, personal development things, I learned that it it's only 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do with it. So I mean, you're, at the end of the day, like, it's not my fault certain things happen to me, but it's my fault if I let it control my life. It's my fault if I don't chase things because it's something that someone else did to me. Because then you're letting that other person control your life and they can't control your life. That is your decision to let them. So, remember, you're always in control of your future and it, it's totally up to you what you want to happen, make it happen, figure it out, reverse engineer how to do it, figure out how other people did it that are where you want to be and chase it. If you feel like a victim, go to therapy and I can't recommend that enough. Number 23, stop comparing yourself to other people. I've totally been guilty of this a lot. Even recently, I, I still catch myself doing it sometimes when Girls are moving faster in their business than me. Someone lost weight faster than me. Someone's hair is growing faster than mine. But everything happens when it's meant to happen and when you're ready for it to happen. If it hasn't happened yet, it's because you're not ready for it. It's not meant for you at all or it's not meant for you yet. So stop comparing yourself to other people. You have no idea what they've been through to get there. You have no idea what step they're on. You might be on step five, but they're on step 500. You just don't know. So there's no point in comparing yourself to them because it's like comparing an apple to an asparagus, not even to an orange. Like it doesn't make any sense. You're wasting your time when you should be focusing on yourself. 24, find God. And I know if you're not religious, this is probably going to turn you off, but I have to say it because it changed my life. I always believed in God. I kind of considered myself more of a Christian, but I didn't really go to church or anything. My dad was Catholic and my mom converted to Catholic for my dad. But when they divorced, I went with my mom and she wasn't really a practicing Catholic since she only converted to marry my dad in the Catholic church. So we never really went to church unless we were with my dad. I, about a little over a year ago now, I was actually going through the EMDR therapy for the different traumas that I had been through. And like I had said, it was the hardest thing that I've been through ever and it brings you back to those different places and you feel like you're going through it then. I didn't know what to do. I didn't feel like I could continue living. I didn't feel like I could handle it. I just, I had, with EMDR therapy, you have repressed memories come back. So I had more vivid memories of everything that had happened. I had always had some memories, but not a lot. And a lot more came up that were worse than all the things that I did remember. So I just felt so bad for my little girl self, like all the things that she had been through, that I'd been through. And I didn't know how to process it. So I asked my dad one day, like, I was like, I'm having a really hard time. Like, what do you do when you're going through a hard time. And he said he goes to church and he talks to God and he prays. So I, I just started going to church, a Catholic church, and I started listening. And every time I went, I felt a little bit better. And every time I went, I felt like they were talking directly to me. I felt like 
they were answering exactly what I needed to hear at that exact moment. And then as I started praying, things just started happening. Things that I had been dreaming about for so long just started showing up in my life. People that I had been dreaming about just started showing up in my life. And the only thing that had changed was my relationship with God. So I went through the program to become a confirmed Catholic and I could not be more happy that I did that. I think my relationship with God is everything. It's gotten me through that. It's gotten me through other tough times and the miracles that have shown up since I made God a priority in my life are just insane. I mean, I have a full-time business and I've always wanted that. So I cannot express enough how important God is to me and how important making that a priority in your life is. It doesn't matter if you're maybe a different religion, believe in a different God. I'm not trying to push you to be Catholic or anything. I just feel like having something higher that you believe in that's bigger than us, that's there for you and that loves you unconditionally, I think that's so important. And I know he's brought all these miracles to me, so I obviously have to share that. Okay, 25. We only have five left. Time block and create boundaries around your priorities. So I think figuring out what your own personal boundaries are is really important. On an earlier podcast, my friend Lauren recommended the book Boundaries, and I think it's amazing. Going to a therapist also definitely helps you see where you don't have boundaries and you don't even realize it. And then also setting your priorities, what's important to you and making it a priority in your life. And part of that is time blocking. So I, I used to do this, but I just started doing it more so recently. I will put in my calendar exactly what I'm going to work on when now that I'm full time in my own business. I have to be more structured. Otherwise, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to have Trulies today and watch Friends. But that's not going to get me to where I want to go. And time blocking has really helped me stay on top of working with my clients, working in my different MLMs, all my different businesses. I'm writing a book right now. And the way that I'm able to do all of it is because I time block. And I set priorities and I set boundaries. Sometimes I have to say no to things because it, it doesn't fit into my priorities. So I think that's so important. Really just think about what's important to you. Where do you feel like your boundaries are being crossed? And where do you feel like you're maybe wasting time? I know I had spent a lot of time just scrolling on reels now on TikTok. And that's not going to get me closer to where I want to be. It's fun in the moment. But a year from now, six months from now, like that's not going to help me be where I want to be. So that's tip number 25. 26 is if you aren't happy, figure out why and do something about it. So something I like to do that I learned from my mentor, Shalene Johnson, is I write out all the different areas of my life. So that is finances, relationship, your environment, like where you live, your career. I can put it in the show notes, but there's like 10 different areas. And you write out on a scale one to 10, how happy you are in each of these areas. So one would be you hate it, you hate it, hate it, hate it. 10 would be you love it, it couldn't be any better. You do that for, I think there's 10 different areas and then you can easily see which of the areas has the lowest score and that's the one you're gonna wanna focus on first. You're gonna make that your priority, like I mentioned in the previous one, and you're gonna make goals specific to that. So say it's finances. Say finances is your lowest score, you're always stressed about your money, you should create goals, and I would do 90-day goals around your finances. So are you going to save money? Are you going to cut expenses? Are you going to figure out a way to make more money? Um, Are you going to buy Dave Ramsey's book? What are you going to do to boost that, that one or two or three or four, whatever your number is, up? And then if you're focusing on that for the next 90 days, just imagine if that area of your life was now like a seven or an eight or nine, how much happier would you be? If a lot of times people aren't happy and they just like don't know why. And when Shalene showed me this, it like blew my mind because 
it it just makes it so clear what it is that is making you unhappy and then you can do something about it you just you don't have to just mope around and be sad all the time you can actually fix it so that was 26 27 is which i i guess i already touched on this but tell the people you love them that you love them i think this is so so important you never know when the last time is that you're going to see someone you never know what is going to happen. You just don't know. So just tell people that they mean something to you and that you love them and you appreciate them because I don't think we hear it enough. And I think a lot of times people assume that other people know, but you never know what people are going through. So tell them, just tell them. It does, It takes you two seconds and then they know, like there's no harm caused in it. And it could only be a better world by having more people tell each other that they love them. 28 is have fun. Everything doesn't have to be so serious. So I used to be like, I was all A's and B's in school. I was super serious about it. I never had fun. Like in my internships, I was dead serious all the time, had to be the best, had to be perfect, everything. And I never let go. Like I never did things that just to have fun and bring me joy and I think that's such an important part of life is to just do things that bring you joy it doesn't matter if it's productive or it's going to help you get to the next level or any of that if it just brings you joy do more of it do things that make you happy of course don't just throw away all your goals and have fun all the time but you can have fun even in the moments when you are working on something serious, you can still have fun. So just think about how you can bring more play into your life and more fun. And what I like to do is actually schedule fun things throughout the day and throughout the week so that you kind of always have something you're looking forward to, something extra. Like obviously I love all the different things that I'm doing. So like I'm always having fun. But I also like to schedule in like, okay, I'm gonna watch a chick flick for an hour here or I'm going to take some extra time to brush Gonzo, my Chihuahua, or I'm going to do a Zoom with my friends, whatever it is. Just make sure you're having fun. Number 29, I of course I couldn't leave this one out, is to build a personal brand. I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are. You need a personal brand because everyone already has a personal brand. Your personal brand is what other people think about you. So when they meet you, when they Google you, when they find you on Instagram, that is all telling them what your personal brand is, what's important to you, what your values are, and who you are. That's your personal brand. So you might as well put the effort into it to make it what you want people to think about you. Why? Because that's going to affect what opportunities you get in the future. That's going to affect what clients you get down the road. That's going to affect what dates you get in the future. Who wants to be your friend? All these different parts of your life are affected by your personal brand. And it's so, so important, especially now with the online age, because if you're going for a job or an opportunity or anything like that, and someone looks at you and you have no following, you only post weird photos, and then they look at the other person applying for the same opportunity, and their feed shows them as an expert in whatever it is. It shows their values. They realize that they have two things in common with this person. Who do you think is going to get the opportunity? The person with the personal brand. So I know I've said this a million times on the podcast, but you need a personal brand. Everyone does. And if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, definitely hop on my free one-on-one brand coaching call. And we can chat about your personal brand, how to create multiple streams of income. And I will talk to you one-on-one for an hour and we will break it down and get you some clarity so you can move in the right direction. By the way, sorry, Gonzo's barking in the background. The, I kind of, I don't know how I thought I was going to record this episode in like 20 minutes, but it's a long one. <laughs> so last one, this is number 30, 
Stop waiting for the perfect moment to take the trip, go for your dream career, have the baby, get engaged, get married, go on the class, do whatever. Stop waiting for the perfect moment. There will never be a perfect moment, so you might as well just go for it and make it messy. That is the final tip and it kind of goes into some of the others, but the main thing I want to say on this one is that I definitely spent a lot of time waiting for the perfect moment for different things. Even this, the Pretty AF brand, I waited until I thought, well, I was waiting until I got to the perfect weight because I didn't think I could be taken seriously as an influencer unless I looked. To me, I looked like an influencer. And then I just realized the people that I was following, I wasn't following them because they were perfect or they looked a certain way. I was following them because I related to them in some way. We had something in common. I thought they're funny or their personality reminded me of myself or like of my sister and that's why I like them. So just be yourself and do whatever it is that you've been dreaming of because you you just don't know how much longer you have. I mean, you're never going to regret when you look back, like I said before, you're never going to regret trying. Like you're not. You're going to regret the things that you didn't do, that you didn't try. So I say just think about that often. Like when you're looking back, what do you want what do you want to see? What do you want to think about? Who do you want to be known for? And I think that's all I have for this one. This was a lot longer and a lot deeper. I kind of expected it to be like really light and brief, but I feel like these are all really important topics and I feel really blessed that I've learned all these lessons and I cannot wait for the lessons that I learned in the next 30 years. Maybe I'll do an episode when I'm 60 of the things I learned. But that's it for now. Thank you so much for listening to this. I'm going to die laughing if you send me that peach emoji with the crying laughing face because I'll know you listened to that part of the episode. So shoot me that my DM at Asley Maslow on Instagram so I can get a kick out of it. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking this time out of your day to listen to the Pretty AF podcast. It really means the world for me like this has been a dream for me for so long and I just feel so blessed for everyone that listens so thank you thank you thank you and I hope you have a beautiful day thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love if you love this episode it would mean the world to me if you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode Until next time, I'm Asli Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.